for the Athletic Podcast Network. I'm Kate Scott. This is the update. On today's show. It's been almost four years since Colin Kaepernick took a knee in peaceful protest of racism and police brutality here in the States. As I'm sure all of you remember, the initial response from NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell was anything but supportive. If anyone is on the field and is disrespectful to the anthem or the flag, there would be a fine from the league against the team. But with the focus of Caps protests, now the focus of daily conversations across the globe, Goodell has changed his tune. Well, listen, if he wants to resume his career in the NFL, that obviously is going to take a team to make that decision. But I welcome that, uh, support the club making that decision and encourage them to do that. So what club might provide the best landing spot for Cap and why? Longtime NFL writer Mike Sando joins us to discuss. It's Wednesday, June 24th. Well, Mike, so appreciate the time today. Welcome to The Update. Good to be here. All right. Well, as we all know, especially football fans here in the Bay Area, Colin Kaepernick hasn't played in the NFL since 2016. And yet the calls from fans for some team, for any team to give him a shot, are louder than ever. So how did you approach your evaluation of what team that should be? Well, I looked at just the rosters of the teams to see what their needs were at the position. And you're right. He hasn't played for a while. And he had been going through some injuries and obviously was not at his very best at the end. So I think it's it was realistic to say, okay, if he's coming in now, he's probably coming in as a backup to start, right? He's not going to just come in and be a starter. Most of those jobs are filled. So I put every team in the league into one of three buckets. And I had 10 teams in the definitely should pursue. And these were just teams that had backup quarterbacks who've really never enjoyed success in the league, unlike Kaepernick, and don't look like people that are going to be projected to start in the future. And then also on these teams, their starters either are unproven or we're not sure what they're going to be. So it's kind of a double reason why you would consider somebody who's at least been good in the past and is now available. Let's go through those 10 teams, the teams that you think should pursue Colin Kaepernick. You can go through all 10 or pick and choose whatever you'd like. Well, the Jacksonville Jaguars have Mike Glennon backing up Gardner Minshew. You know, neither one of them has really proven to be a good starter, and Glennon's proven that he's not a good starter. So that's just a really <laughs> yeah. obvious team. Like, yeah. you know, you would be considering everybody, I would think. Look at the Buffalo Bills. They have a starter they like, but their backup's Matt Barkley. Colin Kaepernick is just like their starter in a lot of ways. I mean, he's a quarterback, kind of a dual-threat quarterback. You would think that could work. I had Denver in there. Jeff Driscoll's their backup behind Drew Locke. I mean, you know, one of those guys... One guy we don't know in Locke and the other guy in Driscoll has a one in seven record as a starter. He has no resume and probably no expectations. Carolina was one, I think, even though they paid Teddy Bridgewater. I put Cincinnati in there. Of course, they drafted Joe Burrow. But, mm-hmm. you know, if we polled people on the street for who their backup is, I don't think people would be saying, well, yeah, it's Ryan Finley, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Finley, yep. who he's definitely one I had to Google. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like the Bengals had three games with Ryan Finley last year. They scored 33 points in those games. You know, I mean, wow. total. So New England, you'd have to say, right. I mean, yeah, Jared did him with. Brian Hoyer. I mean, Washington is, I put them on there, even though they have Dwayne Haskins. Kyle Allen's their backup. I mean, I don't know. Another uh, who? You know, another sort of who. The Giants have Colt McCoy behind Daniel Jones. I think Tennessee is really intriguing because even though they paid Ryan Tannehill, 
you're still nervous that you paid him that much. He's hasn't played a full season since 2015. Last year, you were really smart to have Tannehill behind Mariota. Now Tannehill is the new Mariota. He's somebody that you're hoping is going to be good. You don't know if he's going to be good, and he gets hurt. So wouldn't you rather have Kaepernick instead of Logan Woodside? Yeah, I, I had to Google Logan Woodside as well, Mike, if I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. being honest. <laughs> and my last team in there was Arizona. I mean, they really like Kyler Murray. I think Kyler Murray's good. He's going to be good. But Brett Hundley's their backup, and certainly Kaepernick, if he was behind him, you'd feel better about. So I think those were 10 that were pretty easy. Now, it was funny to me how many of the backups that you mentioned were once backups for the 49ers. I'm sure you were aware of that too, right? I actually did not add it up. <laughs> so many of them. Barkley, Driscoll, Hoyer, Colt McCoy. I mean, I was just blown away. Yeah. When you really look at who the backup quarterbacks are in the league, it's a puzzling situation because most positions in football, you're always trying to get the best competition and the best guys you can get all the time. Quarterbacks are coddled. You have a guy that you're hopeful about to be your starter, and you don't want to disrupt him. You know, let's not bring in a guy who might be a threat, and we don't want to split the locker room. (laughs) That goes on not just with Kaepernick, but with all of these positions. It's like you actually sometimes try not to have somebody too good behind your guy. And then the minute Chicago brings in Nick Foles, everyone's like, oh, Oh, well, Trubisky, wow, <laughs> he, he, the clock's ticking, man, it's over for <laughs> yeah. Trubisky. Isn't it? It's, it's such a different dynamic to whereas at receiver, it's like, damn right if we can add this good guy, who cares exactly. if someone's feelings are hurt, right? Yeah. It's a weird position. Yeah, very much so. Okay, so those were the 10 teams that you evaluated as clubs that should pursue Colin Kaepernick. Your next category, how did you identify teams that should at least consider Colin Kaepernick? These teams have proven good starters, so there's not an immediate need at the position, but their current backups have either never enjoyed significant success in the league or haven't. It's been so long since they did that we're not expecting them to be good in the future uh, or just for whatever reason, the backups don't look like they're going to be good in the future. So, Okay. And what are those teams? I had Seattle. They got Geno Smith behind Russell Wilson. You know, Atlanta has Matt Schaub, who's 38, used to be a good starter, but like 10 years ago behind Matt Ryan. Yeah, wow. Houston has A.J. McCarron behind Deshaun Watson. Yeah, that was wild. I didn't even know A.J. was still in the league. This was like a research case for me. Yeah, and Lindsey Jones, who also covers NFL for us when she was reading this, she goes, hey, is, are you sure it's AJ McCarron or, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, who or that sort of thing? And, and it was we, we got into this. I think she was like maybe on the Rams. She's like, isn't it Blake Bortles? And I'm like, we had to look and we're like, oh, no, he's out of the league. <laughs> so, again, the backup quarterback syndrome. I had Minnesota. They have Sean Mannion behind Kirk Cousins. Huh. OK. I didn't know Sean was still in the league either. I would love to quiz the people who were like, oh, Kaepernick's no good. I mean, come on. This guy's washed up. They can't sign him. <laughs> right. I would like to quiz them and see how many backups they could name. Because <laughs> yeah. they'd be quickly be like, uh, well, can you can name Kaepernick, right? Mm-hmm. So Kansas City, I think, is an awesome one. They have Chad Haney behind Mahomes. Andy Reid, who had no problem bringing in Michael Vick after he had been ostracized from the league. And they had two quarterbacks on their roster that were that they had hopes in, I think, McNabb and Kevin Cobb. So Reid would be great. I think Reid could totally help Kaepernick. Tampa Bay has Blaine Gabbert behind Brady, another 49er backup. Mm, yeah. The Rams. John Wolford, W-O-L-F-O-R-D. That's the one that I was like, really? (laughs) My comment on it was, did you know he was their backup? Yeah, definitely not. D2, D3 school? Should I I know him? 
No, I mean, yes, yes, it's a smaller school. Off the top of my head, I, I guess I would have to look. I mean, I'm not afraid okay, to admit that. I don't no, feel I, bad. Yeah. Uh, I have Detroit on there, Chase Daniel behind Matt Stafford. This is the hilarity of it. When you really read yeah. who the people are, you're like, Pittsburgh has Mason Rudolph behind Ben Roethlisberger. We knew that huh. only because somebody tried to seriously injure Mason Rudolph in a game last year. Chicago, I put on there, I think they're in a little bit different category because I can see why they would take one more look at Trubisky. They drafted him so early, but... If they were to give up on Trubisky, you could have Foles and Kaepernick. I don't know. Would you rather mm-hmm. Foles and Kaepernick or Foles and Trubisky? Yeah. You know, those are my 10 that you know at least could look at him. Yeah, give him a look. And finally, the 12 teams that you didn't see as either a club that should pursue or should at least consider include both the Raiders and the 49ers. So tell us more about why neither of those teams should be in the conversation. Yeah, in general, these teams had clearly defined starters and their backups have either enjoyed some success in the league like Kaepernick has or the backups just appear especially well-suited to be mentors. And so in some cases you have, let's just take like Miami has Ryan Fitzpatrick. I mean, you could debate, is Kaepernick better? He might be, but Fitzpatrick's been with that offensive coordinator for a long time. He's well-loved in the locker room. He's probably the perfect guy to help coach Tua in the new offense. So there's some teams like that. You know, uh, Baltimore's set with their backup in RG3. If they didn't have him, Kaepernick would be great. You know, mm-hmm. I had Cleveland in there. You mentioned the Raiders who, you know, having paid some money for Mariota, they're not done with Carr yet. I think I could see why they wouldn't muddy it further. Chargers, you know, we saw Anthony Lynn talk about, you know, of course teams should look at him, but they're going to play the guy they drafted in the top five overall. And they have Tyrod Taylor, who seems like a perfect sort of bridge to him. Uh, I had Green Bay. They obviously drafted somebody. Indy has a lot of money tied up in Brissetta's or backup, so I didn't have them on there. Philly just drafted somebody. Saints have three, Hill and Winston, behind Breeze. Uh, Dallas has Andy Dalton, who's you know probably a legitimate backup. Jets, I mean, I could have them on there, but at least Flacco's, he hasn't been good for a while, but you could say that about Kaepernick. It's a little bit similar to me. And then San Francisco, I didn't put them on there because I kind of, I, I actually talked to some people in the league on this. We were like debating it. I kind of thought, they could be, but Nick Mullins has done well when he's been in there. And it just feels to me like because Kaepernick's been there before, you already have Garoppolo, who people are like wondering what it really meant at the end of the half when they didn't decide to sort of go for it against yeah. Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Oh, Kyle yeah. Shannon has like trouble saying I love you and making us believe <laughs> it. You know, he's like the boyfriend who doesn't quite say it, you know, and it's like... <laughs> Well, wouldn't this muddy it more for Garoppolo to me? It would just sort of, it'd be like a story they don't really need for where they're at to me. So I don't know if you agree. Yeah, I completely agree. And I'm a big, have been a big Cap fan since he was at Nevada. But I think that maybe that ship has sailed for both. I think it would be best if Cap had a fresh start somewhere in the league. Last question, Mike, because my mind is spinning, as we already discussed, hearing the names of all these backups that I didn't even know were in the league anymore. (laughs) What are you going to take away from this exercise? I think it comes more crystallized in my mind just how bad the backups are. You, we never really look at them and just go through them. And, and so to really go through them, it just drives home to me that there's really no reason that Kaepernick shouldn't at least be a backup. And I think, you know, in the past, there's been probably too much debate about how good is he right now, all that, because just look at these other guys. You know, so these other guys have never been anything. And I think Kaepernick's at least been good. He was at least good at one time. So there's so many second chances for quarterbacks normally. You know, it's not like this guy's 39, you know. So to me, it's just sort of a no-brainer, and I'm very curious to see if owners 
of teams stand in the way or not. Yeah, me too. Well, Mike, thanks so much for coming on. This was fun. Appreciate it. Thank you. To read Mike's article on Colin Kaepernick and all things NFL, just click the link we've got for you in the description notes of today's podcast. Don't forget, you can now listen to us through any of your Google devices. Just tell your assistant, play the update with Kate Scott Podcast. And if you're enjoying the podcast, well, we'd love for you to rate, review, and subscribe. Those little things really do go a long way for us here at the Athletic Podcast Network. For all of us here at The Update, thanks to Mike for stopping by. Thanks to you for listening. I'm Kate Scott. Have a safe and healthy few days, everybody. Looking forward to talking to you again on Friday.